0: It's the More Sports Now podcast. We cover New York and New Jersey sports. I'm Steve Titchener in the More Sports Now studio in Central Jersey. And on the line, the rest of the More Sports Now crew, Matt Laughlin and John McAlevey and Major League Baseball is proposing an 82-game season to start in early July. So it looks like we're getting some sports back here, but there are several hurdles here. And Matt, I'll start with you. One of them is the union has to accept it, and there's uh, certainly some hurdles there. Players, you no know
1: doubt about it. No question about it. And I'm not sure. I think what will happen is uh, because it's about finances, obviously, they'll discuss some of the other changes to the CBA that have been proposed, like the National League uses the designated hitter and the playoffs expense, because believe it or not, all of those things are in the collective bargaining agreement. And then changes to that has to be approved by both sides. Obviously, the owners want these changes. So they've already in a de facto way approve them but the players have to agree with it uh however then it gets to the money and Mm -hmm. that's where the issue is going to be uh the union i don't think will accept a 50 50 split of revenues i don't think they will
2: i'm just happy that uh hopefully we're going to get some sports on the horizon i know that um you know as a big sports nut you and me and Matt and and this people around are looking for something to uh, to do with their time. I mean, they've been to all of the Netflix series. I'm sure they've been uh, re- reading a lot of books, and now the weather's getting nice. They're getting outside, maybe play a little golf and whatnot. But you know, until there's some sports on television, you can check them out. I think um, I think that'll be a good thing. But but I think Matt really hits the nail on the head. This is going to come down to finances, right? Money makes the world go round and how they can cajole, um, this together that makes both sides happy. I hope it just doesn't turn into a, um, a fight over millionaires and billionaires well, that will, you know, further, uh, prolong what hopefully will be, I think they're proposing an 82 game schedule with geographical, uh, divisions, which sounds pretty cool. Um, I hope that they're able to, to cobble this together and it doesn't turn into a uh, a big pissing match between the two, yeah.
0: two folks. Well, listen, let the virus be the biggest problem, obviously, because you don't want this situation. I think the owners and the players have to be very careful because they're going to get very little sympathy from the public here if they're going to start squabbling over money. And, you know, there's a history, right, Matt, of MLB squabbling over money. We know the, the, the history of the long fights they've had and these the, the, the strikes that they've had and the possibilities of strikes and all that stuff in all those years. And There's still not a cap in, in MLB. So the players are taking care of quite well. And uh, and there's a lot of money in the, in the now, of course, they're going to take a considerable revenue hit. But the thing here is, and, and the understanding is, is that the players would have to take a, at least a 50% hit because it's half the season. But I think the owners want more because of the revenue hit. The players are going to argue, well, it's not about re- – we're not getting paid based on revenue. So there you could see the fight already starting, and they better figure that out and not air that out to the public because that would get ugly at this time.
1: Well, the public is – you're right, Steve, is not going to want to – hear about people fighting over money at this time. And so it'll be very interesting to see how it's couched. And it depends on what media outlet you will read or which person within that media outlet you will read or hear, because some are going to take it absolutely as the players. Let's just suppose the players have a significant pushback on this. And those who believe that, hey, what's wrong with a 50-50 split? Uh, this is a pandemic. Uh, we have half a season. Uh, we have to change things. So, without any fans in the stands, our revenue ba- uh, is down. And you know, what's wrong with 50 50? You're still going to make a lot of money, more than 96% of the people in the country. The union, therefore, has to be careful about that argument because they have to let people know. And I'm not sure that people really want to know about the details that this is not about a revenue split per se. This is about establishing a salary cap. The union has never gone for it. Baseball doesn't have it, as you mentioned. And the CBA is up at the end of next season. And if you don't think ownership is going to use a one-time exclusion by the association because of the pandemic, to allow a salary cap, if you think the ownership is not going to use that in negotiations to try to break the union, you're crazy. Because what they'll be able to do is say, hey, it worked last time. Revenues are still down. I presume they will be in 2021. And hey, let's do it again. And the union says no. But then you'll have some players who are either at the end of their careers or just hoping to hang on for that third year, whatever the, you know, the average career is, and say, well, wait a minute. Why do I I want to go on strike or why do I want to hold out for this? It doesn't really affect me. I'm going to be out of the game soon. And then suddenly there's the argument and the fissure within the association. And that's the last thing that they want. So they're going to to be very careful because it's not about that. What it's about entirely is ownership, trying to put a salary cap in place. And the players do not want that. They've never agreed to it. I don't Mm -hmm. see that they're going to start now.
2: It's going to come down to what, whatever they can put together behind closed doors. I mean, are we obviously? They're probably going to be meeting virtually, right? It's not as if they can, uh, they can all be in the same room together. And then you start to see uh, between some of the players. I was reading um, an article, and Paul Paul DeJean from St. Louis said he's ready to get going and he wants to get out on the field as soon as possible. Um, and then you've got Sean Doolittle, who is, you know, putting, the, putting his foot on the brakes. And he's all about, you know, testing and the players and the, the support staff and the folks that work at the stadiums and whatnot. So, you know, they can't quite jump into this with both feet first because there's there's still so much that's unknown. And there's still so much that they need to uh, to come to an agreement about before they can really... Um, you know, take the field. So um, once, once the groups come together, it'll be interesting to see how it all takes shape. I know they're talking about a, um, a spring training 2.0 where there's no, there's no games, but it's just the teams coming together um, and getting themselves in shape again. Hopefully the players have been staying in shape, but um, it really is going to be interesting to see moving forward. There's so many moving parts here.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's also well, do you think talk- it's going to happen.
2: I do. I do think it's going to happen. Again, as long as they don't dig in and and, and really fight over what's at stake the money wise, I I think that there will be a season unless, you know, there's some massive flare up that that happens in in many parts of the country with, you know, some of the states that are uh, modified reopening. I mean, if we start to see that there are a lot of hot spots, I think that maybe they'll, they'll put the brakes on this. Um, and I think it'll come, it'll be player driven because they're the ones that are really going to be uh, out there. I mean, we can sit at home and watch it in our, our living room. The players are the ones that are going to be putting themselves at risk. So um, yes, I think they're going to go, but if there's flare ups, I think there might be some stoppage also.
0: And the league's doing things so that they're going to minimize the travel so that, that, uh, Divisional rivals will only play the, the, the division, and and also teams in the in the area, so that uh, of course they don't travel as much. Uh, and the concern would be more so for the older, like uh, the umpires and such. Some of them are in their sixties, and uh, you know, so there's there's consideration not just the young, healthy athletes that which uh, don't have as much risk. Although there's possibilities of risk there, so another thing is a big gamble is whether there's uh, you know a team has a a, a, a breakout and uh, of, of the virus within one team or something like that. So there's things that can happen that would uh, would be concerning, um, and and those are all possibilities as you mentioned, uh, uh, John, about a possible you know a breakout in a certain part of the country or whatever, or uh, what we're what they're seeing in Europe now in spots of Europe is is, is a second wave. So the concern is all this second wave and how could that can be controlled. And that's really what's taking up a lot of the press right now is this whole second wave thing, uh, which which is something that's got to concern anybody that's trying to get a league started. And that even is a concern coming in the, uh, when it gets cooler in the fall and winter with uh, with football. So, Matt, I mean, so there's a lot of
1: So we know those things, right? We're all aware of those things. Should they play baseball?
0: Well, I mean... Should they plan on the July Open? There's a lot of risks involved with it, and it's about just taking a good look at those risks. And I would like to see baseball. I really would like to see baseball because, of course, we all want to see sports on. But it seems to me, I just think that the risks... um, Outweigh the positives here, and I think that it, it would might make more sense just to wipe out the season entirely and start in 2021 with all the uncertainties that are out there. So
1: now you're the owner, though, mm-hmm. and you have to pay these guys, yeah. and you've canceled the season.
0: Well, then, where are you getting the money? Well, still, listen, there's still a fight going on there because then it goes back to right the players' union and the owners getting at it on on why do we have to pay you when we don't have a season. And then you're looking in the, and then is there is there a clause for pandemics in these contracts and such? Do you know what I mean? So then there's well,
1: they, all the contract, all the contracts have what they call force majeure, mm-hmm. which means you know basically an act of God, and this would probably fall under it. And so ownership would be able to say, hey, we're not going to pay you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they lay off their entire staffs?
0: Well, again. Uh, you it, have no marketing department? Do you have no right. It, it, anything? It, it's it, it's very difficult. I would think that the owners can carry their marketing staff into 2021. Um, well, there's a big assumption. You're assuming these, are, these guys are all, and many of them are billionaires, but some of them may be hanging on by a thread, so you don't know that. Um, not I'm, I'm sure not every all 30 teams are completely healthy, although they, you've said this a number of times they're awash in, in, in te- TV revenue now all sports are seem to be but which only comes if the games are played. E- exactly. Uh, so is well that's a good question. do they are they doing this out of necessity? Do they have to get this season in or or, or will they be in financial peril going into 2021 or qu- can they carry it? I don't have the answer to that. I just think if there's outbreaks, the virus is gonna is the is the problem. Uh, Clearly, the the issue here and the problem is is it how what what's going to happen? Will there be a second wave? Will is there a possibility that this can compromise an entire team? Uh, Is that out there? And I suppose that's the fear of it. And in which case, I mean, I really don't have enough medical information. To make that call, and MLB has to look at that. But I'm just saying, if if that's the case, where you have a situation where they s- decide to start it up, Matt, and then they run into some big problems that are out there, and then they have to shut it down, just like they're talking right now about partially opening up the country, and then wait a minute, wait a minute, may that may not be a good idea. There's there's a lot of what's the best course of action here, and uh, I you know I know that's not a direct answer. Because maybe I don't have one, but I'm thinking if they run into some big problems of just trying to get that 82 games in, it could be worse than it was. Let's put it that way.
2: Talking of baseball coming back with the backdrop that the many of the foremost minds on this uh, COVID-19 and uh, coronavirus are testifying. Uh, in front of the Senate today, and I haven't really had a chance to watch too much of that. But you know, there's a lot of news coming out about that. I, I think the the bottom line is we know a lot about this, but there's still a lot that we don't know about it. Um, the good news is, and again, I don't, I'm not a doctor either, is that you know I, I think in some respects people think um, that if you get this disease, you know, within a couple of weeks, you're going to die. I think that that is out there. And, and I don't think that could be further from the truth. A lot of people have had it. They don't even know that they've mm-hmm. had it. Um, and so it's, it's not necessarily, you know, a death sentence. A lot of these players are, are, you know, they're young men for the most part. And, um, you know, they, they don't seem to be in the high risk categories. They're not, you know, elderly. They don't have too many of um, you know, as I said, the underlying condition. So that is working in their favor. Um, so there is a cloud above it, but are we going to hide under our beds for the rest of our lives or are we going to try and get this thing rolling and and see, you know, in a sensible way, you know, keeping the fans out of the stands. I mean, we have to, at some point emerge from, you know, under our beds and try and recapture, you know, life as we knew it. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I think at some point we have to try.
0: Think about a player who uh, tests positive for COVID, that regardless of if they don't even know it or don't, there's going to be routine testing, I'd imagine that would be part of this. And if someone does heavily. test, a player pe- tests positive, it doesn't matter whether they're symptomatic or not, they're going to just have to quarantine for what, 14 days or what have you. So just saying this thing can bloom into something that's that's out of control. And I know I understand I'm just I'm just talking worst case scenario and the fears that are involved here, but it's fair. Matt, to talk about the fears that are involved here and just how how problematic this possibly could be.
1: Well, I, and I think the unknown is what is really clouding the entire issue because, as John mentioned, uh, these are, for the most part, athletes who are in great shape and, and younger and that does not seem to be the population that has been mostly affected. We all know stories. We've all read and heard stories of younger people who have gotten the disease and died. But you know, at least in New Jersey, over 50% are elderly, long term health care mm-hmm. deaths. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, we still are, are kind of going through the numbers. But I think the, the, the problem is I think, yes, there, there is bound to be some increase. Uh, this disease has not gone away as far as we know. We've just been able to limit its impact, at least in areas that are congested. You know, if you look at some of the numbers, Montana hasn't had that many cases, Minnesota, relatively, although the Minneapolis area is now getting this huge spike. So I think there's been reporting issues. I think numbers have not been 100% accurate. John, you talked about the testimony uh, in the Senate today. And Fauci said he thinks the numbers are higher. The death totals are higher than what's been reported because there has been uh, confusion as to, well, if you die at home, did you die of the coronavirus? Did you die in the hospital? Was that coronavirus? If you died of a heart attack, was that because of the coronavirus? Like Nobody really knows. We're still trying to figure those numbers out. But the problem for baseball and the problem for football is Unlike your local grocery store, I won't use grocery because they're open, your local restaurant, which maybe is just open for takeout, they can probably ramp up in a week or so. Hopefully, Mm they've had their place cleaned. And then they just call back their workers, make sure they have a supply of food, and you can go. But you can't do that in sports. Mm -hmm. So you've got to plan for it. Baseball has to propose something. Football's got to propose something. But maybe on May 12th, it doesn't, or whatever today's day is, is. I think it's the 12th, Um, it may not sound appealing because we don't know. But in two months, we'll know a lot more. But you can't just suddenly start. So I think there's so many issues. I think we have to accept that, yes, unfortunately, some people are going to die. There's going to be a second wave, and some people are going to die. Can we eliminate that second wave and not economically and socially uh, and psychologically, you know, destroy ourselves. I don't know that we can. So there will be the risk. Thus, the dipping of the toe in the water parks are open. Golf courses are open, mm. etc. cetera. So I think the slow but steady will win this race. There's a push to do it faster. That's one argument. Uh, and then baseball is trying to figure out in football and all the other sports what two months will look like, and we don't know. So it's really kind of a crazy situation. Just really, uh, you know, just once in a lifetime, we can't figure it out uh with any certainty and and we'll see how it all plays out. But I do think, despite the fears, despite all of that, despite all the measures that will be taken to allay those fears, this comes down to in baseball a salary cap or not, and the players, I don't think will go for it because that is something that will be in place forever. And that limits their earning potential. And right now it is, in theory, unlimited.
0: Let's talk about the just the, the risk inherent in, in the different sports as well, just because it's significant talking about that. Like UFC uh, last Saturday went ahead with their card. And what you have there is you have two fighters, you have a ref, they had no crowd and so that that's your risk right there i mean so uh, as long as everybody's tested there and one of the fighters actually tested positive the night before so that bout was canceled obviously but uh, i thought it was weird uh, no crowd i didn't watch the i didn't get the pay-per-view but i did watch the prelims and it, so that's able to go over but now if you turn to now, we talked about golf because, again, there's some distancing. There's not as many distancing issues with golf because they they can distance. But now get into baseball and football and even worse, I think basketball in terms of contact. And even baseball is a bit spread out. You know, if you're talking about the field, you do have the catcher close to the batter and the ump right there. But then the rest is spread out. But then you go into the dugouts and all that stuff. So there's there's really no possible way to do any kind of social distancing within the team. I mean, they're in the dugout all tight together. Now, think about football, and even think about worse basketball, where there is you know, constant contact. I mean, you know, they have helmets on and such in football, but these, there's no way for these teams to kind of teammates to kind of social distance. It's like you've, you know, and in a sense, what I'm saying is, if you know your teammates exposed, there's a good chance you're exposed as well in in all of these sports. You know, what
2: else well, the you, uh, you mentioned in baseball. Um, is that during the season, like a regular season in years past, and, and Matt, you would know, being around the Mets for for the time that you were, if one of the players is going to get something, it tends to then make its way through the clubhouse, and and a bunch of players will get, um, you know, something during the season. You'll see that where they're on the disabled list, where they have, um, you know, whatever the ailment might be, pneumonia or or something or other. Um, and it's so, I mean, something like this that is is readily passed along. I mean, we were first told that, no, this is not passed from human to human. So everybody thought that everybody was in the clear. And then we found out that, whoa, it certainly does. And in so many different ways. Another thing you brought up, Steve, about them being so close to each other, how about baseball is known, you know, in movies and whatnot, they're always laughing about guys spitting all the time Well, being in the dugout right. spitting. I mean, that's everywhere. Not to get gross, but the tobacco and the spitting and that being all around, and you sit on the bench, and you know, it just opens it opens up a Pandora's box where that where it could be spread a, a lot more readily than it would be if you're sitting six feet away with a mask on.
1: Well, I think there'll be changes, though, don't you guys? Like, if there. In the beginning, there are no fans. Well, then why does the team have to sit in the dugout? Mm -hmm. You know, like we're going to change our behaviors. Now, I don't know how much of what we're doing now will be maintained once, whenever all clear is given, once that happens. Probably not until there's a vaccine of some sort. But at any rate, when that time occurs, then we're going to revert to some of our old habits, maybe most, but some we won't do anymore. Like, it, it, we just—I don't—I don't know if the bro hug, the handshake, the kiss on the cheek as a greeting—is going to die. I just don't know if everyone's going to do it. So my point is, uh, you know, we'll revert back. But right now, we're doing all these things, and that's what they'll have to do in sports, baseball. So no, you know, wouldn't
0: it be Everybody's a considerable challenge in, in the stands? I would just think, wouldn't it be a considerable challenge, Matt, for a team to to do social distancing? Uh, I, you know, obviously. Baseball could, I think, has an edge, and as I mentioned, golf to a certain degree. Talked about the USC because there's limited, and even boxing, if there's no crowd, there's a limited. It's two, it's two men fighting in a ref. You know, those kind of things. You could see how they can go over, but you know, I mean, just well, if they're not going to be in the dugout, where are they going to be? I mean, so there's a lot of considerations. Yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean, yeah, because there's no no fans. Yes, that's a good point. So we're not you know, we're not even kind of thinking of a lot of these things. It's just coming up to us right now. And so yeah, they would have to stay apart from each other, but again, it would uh, it would be considered considerable challenge and, and oh, by the way, are they going to wear masks while they're at the plate? You know, those kind of they things. They might have to. So um there, t-
1: yeah, there's all I, those I considerations. Don't know. That's it. Yeah, and so we'll cross bridges as we get there. But there, and, and those are things that we're just going to have to accept. Like if baseball is going to come back and if they come to some sort of an accommodation on how revenue will be split or how players will be paid. By the way, they did have an agreement back in mm-hmm. March. Mm-hmm. That's after basketball paused, after hockey paused, after the NCAA tournament came to an end. And right around the time, Spring sports were canceled. Schools were closed. The Players Association and the owners signed a memorandum of agreement, and they agreed, both sides, that the players would get a pro-rated portion of of their salary based on the games played. Not revenue split. So that's changed. Why? I don't know. But that was the agreement they had, and now the owners want to change it. But let's assume that they can come to some accommodation on that. Mm-hmm. Well, then we've got to move to the how are we going to handle this? And you're right; they're talking about having expanded rosters because of yep. injury potential, so on and so forth. Well, so if you have up to 50 people, which might be untenable, but if you have let's just say 50 players, let's say 40, and then throw in all the attended staff, you're just not going to be able to be that close to each other. Mm-hmm. Now, who's monitoring that? You know, is there is there a security Nazi that's sitting in the in the in the dressing room, say, "Hey, hey, 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 wait, Mike Trout, you're a little too close to that guy. Move away." Or the trainer, I, I don't know, but there's going to have to be some some accommodation to the new way we mm. live. Just like today, when I walked into a local retail store, I had to put a mask on. Mm. Like that's just the way it is. That's that's the Again, reality. What goes it. on in a clubhouse without the prying eyes? That's up to those guys, but. Yeah, you know, there are going to be some changes and somebody's going to have to enforce those those rules and now to the, the best
0: degree that they can. And the, the positive to this is they, if they can figure out, uh, if they can, can come to an agreement and everything goes fine, there's not a, an outbreak, there's not a problems with outbreaks, uh, social distancing things, whatever they figure out works out. You know, could be a model looking, going into, you know, their different sports, but, you know, the NFL can pick up on a few things. And with, with MLB... Working out, shall we say, to a certain degree, then maybe uh, that push towards the fall and football may not, may be, you know, uh, something that they can follow watching what the, uh, what MLB does uh, starting in July. What do you think, John?
2: It's going to be once the first one makes the, the dips their foot in the pool, I think that everybody else will then sort of have a, have a blueprint as to what's going to work and also what's not going to work. I mean, they'll get a chance to see, um, how they can go about doing things. As you mentioned, um, football is, is a lot different than baseball in that, you know, these guys are basically hugging each other on, on every snap. I mean, you're, you're physically on top of people, you're sweating, there's, you know, perspiration and, and whatnot, you're banging into guys. And so, um, Football is going to be a lot different. Basketball too. I mean, um, it, it's going to be different. Hockey, in respect, don't forget to but, throw in hockey, guys. I know you're not hockey, hockey too, man. Yes, but throw in hockey. hockey. yeah, I I know hockey is is going to be there as well. So it's going to be a lot different. But again, baseball it looks like they're going to be the first one to uh, to rip off the uh, the band aid and try and make it happen. And and again, they'll. I think the other leagues will take the good from the good and the bad from the bad and uh, and we'll have to see but uh it, it's there's so much unknown here because yeah um th- what used to be is not you know what is now right now and uh just reading some of the stuff about the NFL like the rookies would have already been in they'd be doing their their OTAs and they'd be going over playbooks and i think so much is up in the air right now that nobody really knows which end is up and 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 it will be you know, really interesting moving forward to see what sticks because they're going to throw a lot at the wall. You're going to see what yeah. sticks and what doesn't.
0: And remember, guys, and Matt, as you alluded to, this is just a proposal. This is not even – I mean, they're putting this on the table uh, just to uh, – to st- to talk about. So it's far from, uh, something that's done. It's, uh, it's an idea and we're just kind of picking up on, on the possibilities. And again, as you alluded to Matt, money is, is a huge, huge factor here. Just hope it doesn't get ugly, huh?
1: Yeah. And, and again, they have to have conversations like this now if they're going to gear up, I mean, hockey's having the same kind of conversations, with its players association uh, among its ownership group. Uh, Basketball is as well. Uh, None have put forward yet a plan to return as baseball has. uh, And so baseball has taken the first leap, but yeah, it's, it's all happening. And again, we're trying to predict, like for instance, Steve, your son's going to be a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. What's the University of
0: Pittsburgh doing? Well, right now, um, we're just getting a lot of updates. And uh, there has not been an announcement of the fall yet. Uh, they're talking about what they've done to mitigate the, the circumstances there because there, there were students there that could not leave. And, and there was actually a couple of positive cases. And they, 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 we were informed on on, on just w- how many and and what the situation was at, at Pitt, but there has been no uh, announcement moving forward into the fall. So really, we're at a point now where we don't know. Listen, I mean, do we want to do we want to pay all this money for an online education if they're not going back in, in September? There's a lot to consider there, because. Uh, uh, but, but of course, safety is paramount here and the safety sure. of our, of our, sure. our son, of course. So, uh, we, we trust, we feel like the way that they've get, the updates have been consistent and we feel like they're on top of it. Pitt's been on top of it from the, uh, from the jump and they've been very good and we're not left in the dark in any way. As a matter of fact, we were given some money back for the last month of, uh, room and board, uh, nice. which, which, which some colleges aren't doing that. And Pitt has uh, has done the right thing now moving forward uh there has not been any announcement yet uh, about the fall they didn't say anything so you don't know whether it, 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 the assumption is well it's going to go ahead as planned but you know a lot of us uh, in the back of our minds are like is that really what's going to happen so where there's so much we don't know so uh, and,
1: and you know and and not that uh, there's no right or wrong answer here mm-hmm. i'm just curious because my children are out of college my oldest
0: uh, this was his
1: senior year yeah. unfortunately it was significantly interrupted but that being said uh, I'm not going to have to deal with him returning to school so how are you handling your son going back to where there are I mean I don't know how many people were necessarily in it's, his dorm room whether it's he had a city. his own room but they're all in clo- in a city yes in close quarters yeah. and let's be honest we're talking about People between the ages of eighteen and twenty-two, who, if they are in any way similar to when I was eighteen to twenty-two, don't always make the best decisions. So I'm just yeah. curious. I'm sure you and you, you and your wife have talked about it. Like, oh, there'll
0: be a discussion. But, but, it's but here like... it
1: is. Here it is, May, and mm-hmm. and you're talking September. A lot will change, but. I'm sure you've had the conversation,
0: right? Oh yeah, no, we've 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 talked about it, and we are wondering what's going to happen moving forward. So much so that we're saying, like, listen, if there's not going to be any um, uh, school where the, where you go back into pit, and it's all online, well, then what's the what's what's this all going to cost? Because we're we're paying for our our child to go away. Uh, to, to school here. That was the point of it. And uh, so it brings up those problems. So we, we've already well, talked let's about it. Yeah. Let's,
1: let's make it like baseball, though. So baseball is saying they're coming back in July. Pitt sends out an announcement next week. Again, there's no right or wrong. I'm just curious because it yeah. speaks to the difficulty we're facing. Pitt sends out an announcement next week. Well, By the you way, you know what? Are gonna resume you know
0: what, Matt? I'm, I'm counting on Pitt doing the right thing. And if they feel it's safe and okay, I may well. It's again. I'd have to have the conversation with my wife and obviously with James, but we'd have to say, okay, what 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 are your thoughts? And and, yeah. and go on. And go, if if Pitt wants to go ahead now, they may say, hey, listen, there we there's nothing guaranteed here, and uh, we feel it's safe, and uh, we will address any uh, positive um, COVID nineteen situations. We'll we'll address that and and inform people and, and uh, give the best care that we possibly can and, and quarantine and all those kind of, they could have a, a very detailed plan on it all. We just, we just have to weigh it all. We'd have to get all the information and weigh it all, but it, it's a good question. I mean, one yeah. that we would, we, that, we, that we're asking ourselves, we're starting to ask ourselves more and more as we, as we push forward here and then, and, and, but September is a big question mark.
1: I think schools, and it's also, is it, is it, is it Pitt's choice, or is it the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania's choice? Exactly. <laughs> you know. Right. And then right. what happens if the Commonwealth says, "Hey, we're open for business," but Pitt decides they can't handle like the legal ramifications? And and what are they? Never mind the financial, because that's a big part of it. You know, right. we're hearing stuff too about schools, mm-hmm. you know, really being decimated economically uh, by either money they've given back or people who won't come back or whatever. Uh, the NCAA not giving schools as much money as they said they would, et cetera. So there's a big economic impact here. And then somebody brought this up to me the other day. It was, uh, it was more about his job, but he has a job where he helps set up uh, projects in various parts of the country. And his boss is pushing for these to you know, monitor what's going on. And if we can get into a place, let's plan for it in August. And he's like, OK, I'm going to just throw this card on the table. Let's suppose we say it's okay. Yep. What happens if three people that come to this conference we have died? <laughs> Are we on the hook legally? There's so some... then it becomes a legal question, which also becomes a monetary question, which there's a moral component because who wants sure. to be responsible for someone's death? Mm-hmm. So it's so complicated. Yes. But again, we're getting, I'm, I'm getting off, off the path here. That's why baseball in one way is doing the right thing. They're saying, let's plan. What is it going to take for us to get back? Because we need to have some long-range planning Mm-hmm. But I think they're 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 pounding the wrong drum when they try to impart a salary cap, even if it's only for this one year, even if it's only these under these unusual conditions. I don't think the association can.
2: Going. The, yeah. Can I bring it back to baseball real quick? And I know we're sure. running a bit long here, but uh, the question that I have is: um, They're trying, or the proposal is to do three divisions, you know, set up like an East, a Central, and a West. And you take a look at the competitive balance in a lot of them. And, you know, just we're here in the East. I mean, look at the Yankees. You would be looking at the Yankees would be head and shoulders better than all of the teams. I mean, the, the nationals and the Rays and maybe the Mets, but other than that, you drop off the Red Sox are going to be down. The Blue Jays are, are really not great. The pirates, the Marlins and the Orioles. So I, I think, you know, it'll be fun for Mets and Yankees fans to be buttoned heads. Unfortunately, they will not be in the stands sitting next to each other. They'll be playing a lot, however. But the competitive balance and all the certain divisions, that's something to take into account as well.
0: Yankees uh, are, are, you know, I agree with you, John, Amir. Uh, in, in this region are, are definitely the, uh, the the class of the East for sure. And maybe all of baseball. Let's face it. So that brings up a good question there, man. What a, you know? It's a tough. It, you know, it's tough enough um, losing out on the season. But with uh, uh, with with the Yankees in, in the position they're in right now, uh, there's a lot of bummed out Yankee fans uh, wondering uh, what could have been if, in fact, uh, the the this, the, uh, the uh, baseball season is lost. And actually, the Mets, Matt, were looking uh, you know pretty good too. Um, so, uh, it, it, the New York baseball, uh, was looking to have a really good season and, um, that's on the back burner now. So I guess we'll see, but, uh, I, I agree with you that, uh, uh, that New York is definitely the uh, class of the East, certainly this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to get back to the conversation about which team is better and what have you, we just have to Get some team to be able to, or league to be able to figure it all out. I'm just not
0: sure we're that close. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tough time and and um, you know even you bringing up the uh, the college situation, there's just so many variables out there and and uh, so difficult. You just got to go you know wait to see day by day and week by week, month by month, uh, and see w- where the situation is at that moment is really and uh, but it's hard to forecast. It's hard to plan. It really is. And uh, that's the difficulty here, and, uh, and we'll see if uh, if baseball can come back. I mean, I know we're all, you know, what this podcast has become the the status of the leagues, and will they be back? That's pretty much where where we've been with the last uh, you know several podcasts, and uh, and that's the that seems to be the future uh, moving forward. But uh, uh, it, there's a lot of interesting points. Let's face it, to talk about too with with ha- what, with the challenges that they're facing, and then again, as it's just a proposal, this this story. Will Will change and we'll have more to talk about next week, certainly about whether uh, they can put this together and, and, and baseball can move on. And we will certainly do that so that'll take care of this week's episode and you can check us out on spotify now too we're on iheart radio uh we've always been on itunes and then of course you can check out our site moresportsnow.com uh we're on soundcloud too so a lot of places to uh find our podcast and uh we uh will stay at it uh sports or not there's still plenty to talk about and we'll uh we'll catch you all and next week for steve titchener Matt Lachlan and John McLevy. Bye-bye.